0: And it's all about draining the swamp, right? And that's exactly what Vivek Ramaswamy has been talking about for months as he's running for president. This is a guy that the left wants to pretend doesn't exist because he doesn't fit into their square peg, square hole view of the world where there's no way that, a, that an immigrant, Indian American, young guy can be anything but a left-wing liberal lunatic from Silicon Valley, right? Well, Vivek Ramaswamy is not that politically. He's a hardcore conservative. He talks and sounds like Donald Trump, but he looks like the great melting pot of America. That's what drives the left us Because the left is like, the left just wants you to see things and then make assumptions, right? Black person, Democrat, white person, racist Republican. You know, that's what they want you to. That's what they, because then nobody has to think, right? The left doesn't want you to think. They're authoritarians. They don't like thought. They don't like free speech. You see the point that RFK Jr. is making? That's exactly right. So, Vivek Ramaswamy sits down with Glenn Beck. And Cass, why did this particular clip catch your attention before we play?
1: Well, because he is... He's going somewhere that I don't think a lot of other people have gone. And um, Matt Walsh made the point that he is the. So so. a lot of people before him, Trump included, promised Uh to drain the swamp and then didn't. And had had faced a lot of um, opposition and roadblocks to do what they wanted to do. And Matt Walsh is arguing that Vivek's um, idea that he just presented to Glenn Beck is novel. Different than mm. what has been tried before, mm. and just could work, but it is extremely radical, and okay. it would make—I mean, it is extremely radical. But
0: it'd make heads explode, could, right? It would
1: make heads explode, but just could work. So I'd like okay. you all to take a listen to this and um, this conversation between him and Glenn Beck.
0: Yeah, it's only a minute twenty-seven seconds long, so be patient. We're gonna play. We're gonna play it, and then we will talk about it on the backside. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy
2: draining the swamp with Glenn Beck. I'm coming in with a clear-sided view, Glenn, of shutting down most of the administrative state. How realistic is that? Very realistic. So, first of all, do it on strong legal authority. So, I'm a unique combination. I don't like to brag a lot, but I'm a CEO, but I've also studied the Constitution deeply. And the Supreme Court right now shares my view of the Constitution. The U.S. President already has statutory authority. The Presidential Reorganization Act of 1977 says you can shut down redundant agencies. Well when I look at what the DEA does and what the U.S. Marshals do, there's my legal justification for shutting down the FBI without asking Congress for permission or forgiveness. talking you know, There's another justification, stimulating the economy, also in that same statute. The $80 billion dollars spent in the U.S. Department of Education, you know, know what? That would stimulate the economy to give it back to the people. That's my legal justification. So So I understand the legal footing. By the way, what stopped Trump? The civil service protections, they said. Correct. Well, guess what? Read the law. Civil service protections protect against the individual firings of employees for supposedly political reasons. They do not apply to mass layoffs. And mass layoffs are absolutely what I'm bringing to Washington, D.C. Would you lay it off, reform it, or close it down, these institutions? M- many agencies, I would just shut down the agencies. There's a certain list of other agencies where we have 75% headcount reduction plans. Jeez. And then there are other agencies which we move out of Washington, D.C., make people move. Many of them will volunteer not to. We save on the severance costs. Wow. That's what we need, though. And that's... Donald
0: Trump, there's there's always somebody who's got to get things started, right? Until Donald Trump, not even Republicans talked about draining the swamp. Not to that extent. They just went along to get along. And, and you know what? I can understand. You become president. You've got a mere eight years to, like, solve the world's problems. And so a lot of times it's probably just a headache thinking about what you're going to do with the IRS or the DEA or the Department of Homeland Security or – uh, the Bureau of Land Management, or all these agency after agency after agency, right? It, 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 you, I, I'm sure everybody comes in with the best intentions of reforming things. And then you're just like, okay, now I got this crisis in Sudan, or now I've got to deal with a conflagration in the Middle East. So I get it. And do, so, but Donald Trump started, he's like, look, we've got to do something. Drain the swamp. Okay. So he created the, the mantra. He created the motto. And then he started doing it. And then they started attacking him. He tried to do it surgically. What Vivek Ramaswamy is talking about doing there is taking a freaking sledgehammer to it, right? And that's what you're going to need to do. You have to do what he said. Otherwise, they're going to come after you. So you have to completely and utterly, we'll use their terminology, neuter and castrate them. You're going to have to take out entire division. This is like a war, okay? This is a rhetorical war. I'm not saying declare war on the United States of America, okay? This is a rhetorical war where you have to take out battalions of bureaucrats. You can't just take out one or two here and there. You have to eliminate peacefully, right? You you lay them off. You retire them. Or like Vivek said, you force them to retire. You move the agency of the – why in the world should the Bureau of Land Management or the EPA be in Washington, D.C.? Shouldn't they be in the center of the country so they can deal with the whole country as a, as a whole, right? Shouldn't, they, shouldn't the agencies that deal with all the federal lands out west, why are they in Washington? Shouldn't they be out west? So you move them out there, and like Vivek said, they're all going to retire. They're going to quit. And then you hire people locally who are closer to the people, and you put them in there. It's pretty brilliant, Cass. Pretty brilliant.
1: It is, although he would, I mean, (coughs) what would be the social backlash that he would get for laying off tens of thousands of people? Tens of Mm -hmm. thousands, if not more, right? And then what would be the economic impact of that? what would what would that do to our coastal cities? I think that it's brilliant, but I also just would really like, you know, somebody who's an expert in, um, in you know, something along those lines. I don't know if there is experts in anything. Short-term, Nothing like that has been done before. Yeah,
0: short-term pain. Yes, there'd be lots of short-term pain, but Cass, the opposite being true right now is also disastrous. Yeah. In the last quarter, you know who created the most jobs? The government, right? the government created the most, these fake phony numbers that the Biden administration talks about, oh, there's all these jobs, blah, blah, blah. The government created the most jobs. All the private sector jobs. Do you know how these things get uh, worked? They come out with these estimates. They come out with these projections. They announce them. And then when they get downgraded in the weeks and months later, like they have been doing, they don't report on them. So not as many jobs in the private sector have been created over the last six to 18 months. Those are fake phony numbers that have been downgraded. But the government jobs just keep rocking and rolling. My former colleague, Rick Stream, who was the budget chairman in the House when I was um, speaker. He was one of my budget chairman. He's now the one of the Board of Elections Commissioners in the county of St. Louis. Um, he was in the U.S. Navy. So Rick had a long, illustrious career. U.S. Navy, private sector, State representative, House Budget Chairman, elections official. Rick has Rick has dealt with more budgets in his lifetime than probably most people would care to even think about. And Rick once told me this, it stuck with me in this very day. He said, Tim, you could eliminate 25% of the federal workforce and nobody would notice a difference. Mm-hmm. So Cass, yes. The people affected would yell and scream. There would be, you know, tarnation and hellfire, but ultimately, Cass, the private sector would benefit from that, and we as taxpayers would as well.
1: Yeah, and I had a friend who worked in one of the uh, White House staffing departments that had just, you know, dozens of employees for very small amounts of work, and she was like, listen, my one job, my one job, I could have done all 10 other jobs in that in that <laughs> office, and I still wouldn't fill my 40 hours a week. And they could have fired nine out of ten of us and just had one person doing that job and still be able to take on more work. Like there's just Isn't that amazing. I mean, what yeah. what are you going to do with so eighty thousand IRS agents, right? What are you going to do billions, with eighty thousand IRS agents?
0: Billions, billions of dollars of waste. Billions of dollars of waste, and we're all paying for it.